Hey y'all, GG Sports presenting Moneyline Chronicles. Uh, hit me up at Twitter at GG Sports. My email is GG Sports at gmail.com. A lot of my writings are on um, Cap Sports. You can check it out at gzsports.capsports.com. And we also got the money line at 662-854-0837. Alright now, welcome to Moneyline Chronicles, October 4th. Uh, well, let's get straight into it. This week for my pick call, I got Baltimore, Buffalo, Carolina, Cincinnati, Detroit, Jacksonville, Denver, Pittsburgh, Oakland, Philly, Arizona, LA Rams, Houston, New Orleans, and the Thursday Night Football. Thursday night football, we got the Indianapolis Colts. They are uh, 10 point underdogs versus New England Patriots over and under 50 and a half points. The offenses look pretty even. And you still can't rush the ball. They rank 29th, yet they're, uh, they're first and third down conversions at 51%. Half the time they're making a third down. So, something for New England to look at. New England defense slightly better. Eighth in passing yards allowed. Still can't stop the run, though. They rank 26. Coast really don't have nobody to run the ball with anyway, so they're not worried about that. New England 2-2 two two against the spread. With both those losses and not covering happening on the road, they at home this time. It's a short week for both of them, so they'll be all right. Three unders, one over. They won over with Jacksonville. Indy, they're two and two against the spread. They got two overs at home, and they two they, they two unders on the road. So about fifty and a half, maybe that under looking real good. Um, at two and two, both their covers were on the road, so maybe they look good cover on the road. I don't think so, especially with them banged up. I got a banged up Indy's uh. Indy team, and they keep exhausting uh, Andrew Luck out, and they making bold hand decisions, like not going for a tie. <laughs> but um, I think them coach should be tied after that little shootout and bold hand decisions. So just give me New England to cover, and uh, I'll lean towards the, the under as well and whatnot. All right, moving right into it. We got the picks I found. Like I said, they mostly college picks and whatnot, so we got our favorite. We brought away LSU. They're only one point favorites right now. That uh Florida, forty three and a half. Last time they played, LSU won by one point, seventeen to sixteen. That was um last year. Around the same time, so I need them to score more than one point. That's gonna lock me out. They're pretty even. Uh, slight edge to LSU uh, for not allowing many rushing yards. Offensively, pretty even. Uh, I'm going to make it simple. Is uh, Kentucky better than LSU? I don't think so, even though they look damn good. And Kentucky beat Florida. Maybe uh, LSU will get a chance to beat. No, nah, LSU probably won't get a chance to. Uh, but nah, you never know. Maybe LSU get a chance to play them in the SEC game. We already know what's up with Alabama and the Georgia of the world. So we'll see what happens. 
LSU is uh, three and two against the spread, covering every other game. They covered last game. Maybe something you should be scared of. Florida four and one, covering every game except for the Kentucky game. It's time for regression, really. Florida got home field going for them, but I think LSU is, is more than ready, especially with that um, Ohio State transfer at, on the QB. All right, for the over, we got Notre Dame. They're six and a half point favorites at Virginia Tech. Over and under, 56 and a half. Last time they played was on November 14th of 2016. Virginia Tech won 34 to 31. Let's see, we got Virginia Tech. Only home game they went over. Notre Dame, only road game went over. <laughs> uh, they're both high-scoring offenses, averaging 38 points a game and 32.8 points a game. Uh, both teams have two wins over ranked, over ranked teams. This turned out to look like a pretty big game. Virginia Tech will stay in the game. They want the national recognition. Ian Book, he's showing off. He ain't showing no signs of slowing down. The last two starts that he got, he's averaging 301 yards and three touchdowns a game. So, looks like a pretty decent overplay. It's also looking like a nice little dog play, but we're going to stick with the 56 and a half and expect both teams to go over. All right, we got our under pick. Syracuse minus three at Pittsburgh. Over and under is 58 and a half. Last time these teams played, Syracuse won 27-24. Last year, as a matter of fact, around the same time. Syracuse 3-2 in the under with the last three games going under. Pittsburgh also 3-2 in the under with, with, it, with every other game going under. I guess for them, this game is supposed to go over, but we're rolling with that under. Uh, Syracuse has a balanced offense, 469 total yards, while Pittsburgh needs help passing. The rushing game pretty decent. Uh, the big thing from this, we got Syracuse, they, they're a dome team. They're playing outside. It may be a little windy. I got the weather report looking about 7 degrees, I mean 7 miles per hour on the wind side. Um, they didn't do a good job running against Clemson. To manage the clock when they did have the lead. A bit problems rushing the ball them damn selves. Pittsburgh can rush it. When they lost to Penn State, it was only uh, 57 points. There was a couple of defensive TDs, I think, in there. So that 58 and a half looks pretty manageable on the underside. Last but not least, we got our dog pick. We had a couple dog picks to choose from. I was kind of I was feeling the, the Maryland versus Michigan game. I already told you earlier I was feeling the Notre Dame game, but we picked Ohio University, minus 12 and a half at Kent State, over and under 70. Last time these teams played, Ohio blew them out 48-3 last year, 10-21-17. But this is Kent's homecoming weekend, and I'll probably be down there one time for Kent State, so y'all can't uh, bear to play in front of the home crowd, especially not by 12 and a half points. See, Ohio hasn't won on a roll yet. Uh, and Kent State won their only home game versus Howard, 54-14. Um, Kent State 3-2 against the spread, 2-2 two two as a dog 
and one to know at home. Ohio University, two and two against the spread. They covered their last two. Um, their, their team total is 4-0. They're 4-0 and over, though, huh? 70 points. I'm not about to pick over 70 points. Uh, both played Howard. Uh, Bearcats kind of had to come back in the second half against Howard. Kent State, like I said before, 54-14, blew them out. So give me those golden flashes as a dog uh, just to cover for real. I mean, I, I would like them to win, but just to cover <laughs> the 12 and a half points. So those are the picks I found in college. Um, Saturday, with the breast cancer walk, making strides at Public Square. You can catch me down there in the morning time Saturday from 8 to 11. One time for the breast cancer. For the Ohio State game, I'll probably be watching that. Johnny Malloy's on Saturday, seeing as on Sunday I'll be in Kent for the Ohio Entertainment Awards. Quick little plugs right there. As far as fantasy go, your boy doing bad. I got four teams. I got one good team. Well, I got one team that's two and two. The other teams, whew, people trying to make me offers to try to get the good players off my damn team. Mm-mm-mm. But it ain't over yet. Still got a lot of season to go. We'll try to figure that one out. Thanks for tuning in to this week's version of Moneyline Chronicles. Um, hit me up on Twitter. Check out the articles on Captain. Hit up the Moneyline. Try to get on the show. Hope y'all make y'all some money this week. And don't forget to check your posts for the Moneyline.